Hey everyone, it's Jeff from MCS Mag, and I'm really excited about this week because I have one of my favorite guests getting ready to do some serious training with our new World Patriot members on a topic that we probably get more questions about than nearly every other area, and that's survival teams, and specifically, how to lead a survival team. Now to kick things off, we're going to help you with the very first step that you need to take to fill that role, if that's truly the role for you. You'll see what I mean in this week's broadcast coming right up now, so check this out. If bullets were flying, your adrenaline surging, would you hit your target? If the world as you know it crumbled tomorrow, collapsed into chaos, you know how to survive? If you and those you loved were cornered by a gang, violently attacked, could you protect them? Could you protect them? Could you protect them? Firearms training, urban survival, close quarters combat. This, this is another podcast to help you better prepare for any threat you may face in your role as a protector and a patriot. This is Modern Combat and Survival. Okay, we've talked about this until we're blue in the face. There are more than enough signs out there that we can expect a major collapse or other crisis to happen in our lifetime. That's the potential to change life as we know it, practically overnight. And when that happens, the population will quickly discover that when it all comes down to it, it's as much of an eat or be eaten world as it is when we were all walking around the tar pits and nothing but our bare skin loincloths. Those of the best chance of surviving are the ones who realize that there's no practical way to go it alone. That's where the mutual assistance group or a survival team can be your winning ticket to being one of the survivors instead of one of the victims. Now, the Mutual Assistance Group, or MAG, is a group of like-minded individuals who pledge to assist each other in times of crisis. We've talked about this in the past, about ways to organize your team and plan for these worst-case scenarios. But there's always been one area that I've wanted to get into that has been left out of most of the discussions that I've seen out there, and that is how to actually lead a survival team before, during, and after a major event turns our world upside down. And that's where we begin the training today. Hello, everyone. This is Jeff Anderson, editor for Modern Combat and Survival Magazine and executive director of the New World Patriot Alliance with another podcast to help you better prepare for any threat that you may face in your role as a protector and a patriot. And with me today is the person who is pretty much the definitive authority on developing and leading a MAG or survival team, Charlie Hogwood. Charlie, welcome back to the program. Hey, Jeff. Glad to be back. Always good to have you on here. I love this conversation. This has really always been a a big, big topic that we get a lot of people asking for more information on, trying to figure out how to do it. And it really is kind of a, it is a challenge, I think. So I'm looking forward to to getting into this. Listen, everyone, if you haven't listened to maybe the other episodes that we've done with Charlie before or some of the major workshops that we've done with him, Charlie is the chief instructor on emergency preparedness and disaster readiness for personal readiness education programs or PrEP. He's also the author of the Survival Group Handbook, or MAGS, How to Plan, Organize, and Lead People for Short or Long-Term Survival. Charlie has served over 15 years in both the U.S. Army and the Florida National Guard, and his National Guard unit was among the first deployed in the aftermath of Hurricane Andrew. Charlie has worked all angles of the survival scenario, including monitoring of radiation dispersal over the food systems of Eastern and Western Europe after the Chernobyl incident, as well as providing security for foreign dignitaries and government officials. He's a registered disaster inspector, certified 
wind zone mitigation inspector, and holds several state-level certified construction licenses. He's also certified in emergency management and holds over 35 FEMA certifications with over 100 hours of training and instruction in disaster readiness and related fields. Now, for more information on Charlie and his training, make sure that you visit his website at www.readygoprep.com. Again, that's readygoprep.com. Now, I'm going to let everybody know that we're going to be featuring Charlie all this month inside the New World Patriot Alliance, and we are going to be doing a deep dive with him on this exact topic about how to be the leader of a survival team. But, but Charlie, here's the thing. What I wanted to do to basically is just give everybody a bit of a teaser intro here and really help them kind of like help them understand what it takes to be a leader of a group and then also kind of understand what it takes for them to decide if they're the leader for the group. And I think that when it comes to survival team leadership, especially with the A-level personalities that you find in the prepper crowd, everyone seems to think that they are the ones that have what it takes. And this would seem like it can cause a lot of issues within the team. And everyone needs to be able to take a good hard look at the realities of being a leader and know the best role for themselves and for the team and what their position is in it. So here's what I wanted to get from you today. What would you say are like, let's just say like maybe three things, but what would you say are the most important qualities a survival team leader should possess so that they can be that leader? And and then what makes those qualities so important? Well, here's, here's the funny thing, Jeff. Um, a lot of people want to be the leader of the group. The funny thing about that is the people that think they should be the leader are often not the best selection of the person for the leader of the group. Hmm. And we do a lot of consulting with survival groups all over the country. And we we have seen pretty much everything at this point on what people think they can do as part of leading a group and following a group. But here's the thing. Leadership is key because if the people won't follow you in times of peace, they're not going to follow you in times of peril. So we've all seen those people, you know, they, they think they're the natural leader. They And there's not a lot of natural leadership out there. We're not born as good leaders. We've got to develop as good leaders. You've got to work on it. So the good news is, is everybody can do this. you got to, if you ask any of the leaders in life how they've done so well, a lot of times what they'll just say is, well, I just prepared more than the other guy. And uh, and believe it or not, that's really what you got to do. Most of it is just showing up and doing the work. And if people think you have credibility, they'll, they'll start looking at you. But uh, there are some key qualities that we can all do every day to improve ourselves. And, and some of those really boil down to basic citizenship. Uh, be willing to work and set the example. A good leader really is a good follower. You can't have a leader who can't follow because they don't understand that, you know, that transition of work. Survival is a lot of hard work and people will work harder when the leadership is in the dirt right next to them. So you want to understand what, uh, they want the leaders to understand what they're going through. Uh, it helps the leadership to make decisions that are in the best interest of the group and that's critical to the members. If, if those decisions that are made are not in the best interest of the group or the people feel that they're not in the best interest of the group, what do you think is going to happen to the group members? They're leaving. Yeah. They're not following you. And and that's a big problem. Um, the second thing I would say is really easy and important is to act with integrity and character in everything you do. Always behave as if someone is watching. We've, we've heard that saying in the past, like, make sure everything you do, you do as if your mother was looking over your shoulder. If you can act with integrity and character, people will follow the people who can demonstrate that 
and people that have an even personality. We've all been in those situations where we've seen somebody who goes from zero to hothead in, in a moment's notice, and you can't keep up with the way their behavior is running up and down. And uh, that makes it hard for you to understand them, hard for you to react, hard for you to communicate. And and leadership really is a two-way communication. Uh, people want to know uh, what to expect out of somebody, and they also want a role model who can demonstrate honor and strength, not just physical strength, mental strength, fortitude. They, um, there's a thing called behavioral mimicry, and that's a real thing. What that really means is uh, when you start acting a certain way, the people around you will also start acting a certain way. Gangs use that to their advantage because that's how they attract the young and, and malleable-minded children to join the gang because they, you know, they have these big personalities. They look like they're the leaders. They're getting things done. They have all the cool stuff. Well, you can use behavioral mimicry to your benefit as a survival group. If you act as a role model and you demand that kind of behavior, people will start doing it. And next thing you know, everybody's moving on the same sheet of music. I would say that uh, the third thing that I would say is really important is to be inspirational, not just through message, but also through action. By listening more than you speak, your words are going to have more value when they actually do come out. Use your words to lift those around you. Praise people. Give them congratulations. You know, let them know that they're doing a great job, but don't be sarcastic about it. You know, you want to you want to correct people in private, but you want to praise people in public. And, you know, when people feel good about themselves and they feel good about being around you, you'll start to notice that people say you have good, good charisma, good character, and they like to be around you. And you'll start to see now all of these things start to tie together. Leadership is a massive topic, but we can't cover everything. But we can give you a few things that you can work on. People are gonna, will follow you when they're inspired. They like the idea of being part of a cause or a mission, especially if it's something that will directly improve their lives or help them achieve their principles in some way. People want to be a part of something that's really bigger than themselves. And, and history is really hard to understand when you're right in the middle of it, when you're making it. You don't even know it most of the time. But mm. those who have gone before us have shown that regular people can have an impact in other people's lives way beyond their understanding. And all you got to do you just care for other people and be there when you need them, and, and they'll help you out. But with that being said, you got to keep in mind that one bad act, one bad behavior, one big lie, one thing that affects other people's trust in you, that trust, that honor, that respect that you need to have in a relationship, whether it's business, survival, or just you know with your spouse, one bad act will ruin your leadership, will blow that trust, and you may never get it back. So if you're going to be in, in any form of leadership, you've got to be switched on at all times as if somebody is watching you. So I'd say those are the three bigger things that I would look at immediately. And there's a long list that goes behind that. But those are things that we can work on pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah. I, I can, I'm already like my head swimming with all the, all the follow-up questions I have that I want to ask you about this. But I won't steal all the thunder. We've got um, our New World Patriot Alliance members are going to really dig this uh, workshop that we're going to be doing uh, this week for, uh, on this topic. But some of the, just, just real quick, some of the things that I, I, I really, that really stood out for me there is one, um, is that people will naturally, naturally gravitate toward wanting to be part of a team, I think, or especially to you as a leader, if you are the more, you know, more prepared. And I think a lot of people that are listening right now 
see themselves as being more more prepared. I mean, number one, mentally, if they subscribe to our newsletter, if they read your book, if they listen to our podcast, if they see our videos, things like that, like their mindset's already in that mode of I want to be more prepared and I want more information on how to be more prepared. And the fact is that, you know, 99% of the people out there have no clue what to do in a major world upside down crisis. So when that happens, people are going to be desperate. They'll be clinging on to mostly to the government, like come save me, come help me, come give me my granola bar. While others that realize that that's a, that just is an impossibility on a large scale that they're going to be looking around at people that look the more prepared and you don't want to, you don't really want that to be you. And there's a mass of people out there that are desperate, but those that you can develop as a team now, if they, if you are more prepared, then you're naturally going to be somebody that they look to as, Hey, you have more information than I do. And I want that information. And so you are a leader. And I think the problem, if I, you know, that, so I think that's natural, but the problem that you also brought up and that a lot of people think that they're a leader, especially if they've been in the military, you and I were both in the military. So it was a different structure then, right? It was like, I mean, there were lots of times I wanted to tell my sergeant to go screw himself, but <laughs> there was a consequence to that, you know, there was a consequence. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, you can't, if you're out there thinking that because you think you're more prepared than everybody else and you're just going to have that military, like, do it my way because I'm the leader. Well, other people can tell you to go screw yourself. Even worse, they can say, you know what, screw you. And there's another team, you know, in the next county and I'm going to go over there. I'm taking all of my supplies with me. I'm going to sh tell them where your supplies are. Like there's all sorts of things that can go wrong with that. So it's not a hit on a bunch of our other classes that we do right there on, on defenses and, and OPSEC and everything else. Yeah. It, it all ties together in some way. It does. It really does. And that's why, that's why I'm really looking forward to our upcoming workshop because I think these are skills that even whether you are a people person or whether you are a, a natural leader, I like what you said. You don't have to be a natural leader. You don't have to be a green beret or a Navy SEAL or anything like that, that this is something that you can learn. This is something you can develop, but all it takes is one bad thing to go wrong and you can destroy that team with your actions. And so I'm looking forward to really digging into the things that you can do right as well as the things to avoid when making sure that your team is set up right. So um, this is going to be awesome. So listen, everybody, a couple things for you. One, make sure that you're on our call for our workshop with Charlie, where we're going to do um, a full-blown workshop, deep dive into how to be a leader of a mutual assistance group or survival team. And make sure you can do that over at newworldpatriot.org. Um, and uh, go check that out for New World Patriot Alliance. Also, go check out charlie's website um he does consulting over there you can get his book over there you can get some really great information over there we're going to dive really deep into a lot of these topics but charlie's stuff is a really good um really good way to build a foundation for building out a survival group okay so all you want to do is go over to www.readygoprep.com and until our next modern combat and survival broadcast this is jeff anderson saying prepare train and survive This has been Modern Combat and Survival. We hope you've enjoyed the show. You can help us out by rating our podcast on iTunes and leaving a comment. 
You can check us out on Facebook at facebook.com backslash Modern Combat and Survival. And don't forget to claim your free subscription to Modern Combat and Survival magazine at www.moderncombatandsurvival.com. Lock and load. And we'll see you next time. This has been Modern Combat and Survival.